Welcome to the Sis Stop Sulking podcast, the safe space for women ready for change. My name is Miss Tasha Talks Life. I'm an educator and author of the book titled Sis Stop Sulking, God's Plan is Greater. I once was feeling stuck knowing there was more inside of me. So I'm creating a community of women who desires to put themselves first and live a life of purpose on purpose. See, when you prioritize your needs and desires, you become a better mom, wife, daughter, friend, and overall better you. So join me each week while we uncover the many layers to becoming the best version of you. And sis, don't worry, I got you. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Sis Stop Sulking podcast. I am your host, Miss Tasha Talks Life. How are you? How is everyone doing? So I'm doing well. I am a little bit tired um, because, well, prior to this past weekend, um, I didn't realize how tired or how much I was like running and ripping around. Um, I know I talk, I spoke a little bit about it in the last episode or the one before that about my kids being in camp in two different camps and going from one to the other feeling like as I move, like once I get situated, I got to get up and go. And then August is the month of um, like where we do a lot of the physicals and my kids are going to a new school. So I had to do all of that. Um, So yes, I went away. I had to get away. Just get away really quick. Have spent a little time in a different scenery um, with my girls or whatever. Right. And so it was a really good trip really good. I mean, I feel like I needed another couple of days and I also could have used some more downtime of resting, but I, they were kind of like concerned at one point because I was literally sleeping. Like I would fall asleep. We'd be talking in the room. I'm like, I'm just gonna lay down for a few minutes and literally knock out. And I'm never, I've never been the type to fall asleep wherever I'm at or like just fall asleep so easily. Um, but they were like, you're all right. Cause you just, you know, fall asleep so easily and you're just seeming so tired. I didn't realize y'all how tired, how overwhelmed and burnt out I really was until I got into a space where I was able to stop, where I was able to just sit and be still not adult, not deal with anything, anybody, any, uh, adversities or anything that I'm dealing with on a regular basis. And I was really tired. And um, so today I want to talk about some ways that we can decrease burnout and over and the feeling of being overwhelmed because it is so real as moms and wives um, with jobs and businesses and parents. And some of us are doing so much and we feel like this is just life. This is just what it looks like. This is just what it's supposed to be. And it's not, it's not. And I, myself included, just realized like, girl, you need to settle down. You need to really take a step back because Burnout and overwhelm and being overwhelmed can cause a lot of mental and physical stress on your body. And I'm still recouping from, from it. Like, but just to talk a little bit about the trip, the trip was really nice. We got to eat some really good food. We went to a nice beach. 
um, got to dress up a couple of times, good laughs, good talk, uh, really, really good time. But I just really didn't realize how tired my body was until I had a moment to stop and be present and to stop and, and to unplug from every day, from my everyday go, 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 go. So I want to start with a quote that I found. This quote may be a little bit um, disturbing, but it's real. It's real. Um, It says, sometimes all you can do is lie in bed and hope to fall asleep before you fall apart. Like, if you can relate to that, I'm going to read it again. Sometimes all you can do is lie in bed and hope to fall asleep before you fall apart. If you can relate to that, I want you to say I right now. And this is by William C. Hannon. I can so relate to that because it's like we're doing so much where, you know, being everything to everybody, we're trying to protect our peace and we're trying to pay our bills and we're trying to keep our love lives together and we're trying to keep our bodies tight, our bank accounts fat, all of these things. And it's just like so much. And we don't properly take care of ourselves. We struggle with self-love. We struggle with self-discipline. And so here comes burnout and here comes overwhelm. And when I was thinking about this on the car ride, car ride home, which I slept 90 up, I would say probably 80% of the ride. But when I wasn't sleeping and I was thinking, cause I knew I had to record today. I said, Hmm, what are some ways that we can decrease burnout? And I know, I think maybe a couple of months ago, I spoke a little bit about this on my social media, but one way, and this is what I did, this, this trip that I took, this little quick getaway, um, it wasn't like planned out months in advance. It wasn't, it was like, yo, this is what we need to do. Who's down? Let's do it. And I booked it and I, you know, came back to them. Like, these are the two choices. And we chose this thing or whatever, this, this trip. And so I'm thinking like, okay, what are some ways to avoid feeling like this again? (laughs) The first thing that came, the first thing is scheduling personal time off, right? Looking at um, your calendar, looking at days, um, weeks, hours that you can steal some time for yourself. Now, every time that you schedule in personal time, off doesn't mean you have to go somewhere. If you look at your calendar and you're saying, okay, um, my kids got practice for two hours, you know, uh, what could I do besides make dinner besides, um, do laundry besides whatever, what can I do for myself to decrease the feeling of burnout? to to refuel my body, to re-energize, to get a little bit of me back, to feed into me something that I need so badly. Um, So I would say scheduling some time off for yourself, no matter how much time it is, whether you can get away for a weekend, send the kids to the in-laws, send the kids to your grandparents, send the kids wherever, if you're single or separated, send the kids to their father. Um, How can you schedule time off for yourself? 
a week, maybe a couple of days, maybe a couple of hours and just being very intentional. Um, another thing is creating a daily goal list. And this is something that I do and I stop when I start to feel overwhelmed again, like from doing too much, I go back to it. So um, I need to be consistent. So someone once mentioned, cause I'll do my goal list in the, in the, um, for my business, I start a goal list at the beginning of the month and I start to work on that. But for myself, whether it's grocery shopping, pay this bill, call this place, whatever, whatever, I'll do that in the heat of the moment during the day, whatever. But it was once said that, that to, to make your to-do list, your goal, your daily goal list the night before. So before you go to bed, you're almost like, I, I kind of like that. I'm going to try it. You're almost like dumping, brain dumping. So your brain, so when you go to sleep, your brain is clear. I'll talk a little bit about going to sleep and trying to restore while you're sleeping in a minute. But so I'm going to start writing my daily goal list the night before, but writing that down of the things that you need to get accomplished in that day. Um, and you can base it off of your monthly calendar. Like I'm the type that I put every single thing on my calendar in my phone and I have a paper book. So doctor's appointments, birthday parties, girls night, um, date nights, anything, physical, kids parties, anything that is going on. Because first of all, I'll forget. But anything that's going on, a meeting, um, you know, um, and both my calendars are combined. My business and my personal is combined. My husband also has access to that calendar so that he can see when things are going on um, and he can add to it as well. But we've been doing that for years. So it's like everything goes on a calendar. So in the morning, when I first wake up, do my little morning routine, then I look at my calendar and see what's on there for today, if there's anything, or I look at it the day, the night before too. But scheduling my daily goal list based off of that and being realistic. You could put 20 things on your list, but realistically, are you going to accomplish 20 things? So write down everything that you may think you need to do. If Even if it's like looking at your calendar and your phone or your paper calendar and you're seeing for the week, you have a doctor's appointment on Thursday, massage on Wednesday, this, then a third, right? If you write all of that down, then you can prioritize them according to, that's what I like to do. Because if I'm going to the doctor, say the doctor's over here and I need to stop there to mail something and they're near each other, that's the day that I'll do it. Just to be more strategic and to use my time more effectively. So you write down everything that you need to do in the day. I wouldn't, I mean, I do it as far as the week and then I just break it down into one, two, three, four most important what can wait to tomorrow, what can wait to Wednesday, things like that. But write down the things that you can do within the day and just go strictly by that. Stick to it. Don't go squirreling and doing something else. All right, today on my goal list, I want to sort my shoes and give some away to charity and then put the other ones in bins, right? So you start to do that and then you notice that, oh, this is an old sweater. I can also give the charity. Oh, and then I can put this one in. Now you're working on the clothes, but that's not on the goal list. So that's, that's when you feel like overwhelmed because now your closet is a mess. You didn't took out your winter stuff, summer stuff. Now you're trying to figure out what you can donate, what you're going to keep. And then you really never get to the shoe part that you want to do. So the goal list helps me to really stay focused on what is important right now. And that will decrease the feeling of being overwhelmed. The third thing is getting an accountability partner. 
And when it comes to my business, I do have some accountability systems and we do check in with each other. We even have, um, we call it working, um, what is it called? Well, we, when we, we log on to the Zoom and we're working, but not necessarily talking, we're working, music is playing, you have your beverage, coffee, tea, wine, whatever it is. And if you have a question or you're stuck on something, then you would unmute and ask for feedback. And, but other than that, you're just holding each other accountable by working together at the same time on your goals, right? So for business that works excellently, right? But if you have, if you are looking to decrease burnout and overwhelm in your, in your um, personal life or probably combined, you're not the only one. I can guarantee you, you are not the only one. So you want to look for someone else that is open, that is looking to decrease burnout, that's looking to have an accountability partner, that's looking to, you know, just live a, a, a little easier life as far as, you know, dealing with so much distress, who's looking to increase their self-love and things like that. Um, I have a group in face on Facebook, Ladies Living Life, L-I-V-I-N, um, you could join the group and look for an accountability partner in there. I'm really trying to figure out a way to navigate that group. Um, the group is growing so well, so I definitely need to figure out a plan on nurturing that group and growing that group even more. But yeah, so having an accountability partner um, to help you to stick to the plan to help you to decrease burnout and feeling overwhelmed. And then the final uh, thing that I have on how to decrease burnout is time blocking. This is like one of my favorite things. And I've been doing this for a couple of years also. How I look at it and how when I was, um, when I stumbled upon it, because I did not create it, but um, was when you're in school, think about high school, you have eight periods a day. And when you're in science, what are you thinking about? Science. And when you're in chorus, what are you thinking about? Chorus. When you're in math, you're thinking about math. When you're at lunch, you're thinking about your food and your friends and talking, whatever. You're not thinking about social studies. You're not thinking about, you know, so how I look at time blocking and how it has really changed, especially during the school year, changed my life is I have, when I come home from work, from four to six, which is going to change because my kids come home a little bit later this year. Um, so I can fit in the gym in there, but it used to be from four to six was family. That was dinner, homework, spending time, whatever they needed. As soon as the alarm went off, six o'clock was from my business from six to eight. I unplugged. I went to a little, um, I had a little office in my house at that time and I would do my work and I would go and I would, now I come to my other office, which is not in the house and I work from six to eight. The alarm goes off. Now it's time for my bedtime routine. Maybe spend a little time watching a little TV, um, stretching, doing whatever it needs I need to do in that time from, um, eight to 10. And then I go to bed and time blocking is excellent. You set the timer, you, um, you know, be true to it. When that timer goes off, stop what you're doing. When science class ended, you close that book 
and you went to your next class. So those are the ways that I how I try to implement into my day-to-day so that I could decrease my burnout and overwhelm. And I and clearly with my kids being in summer school, it's not summer school, in summer camp and all of that, I got away from it for a little bit. I mean, I still have my daily goal list, but I got away from it. And I time blocked also, but I didn't have accountability and I didn't schedule any time off for me. And so I couldn't, I was like, yeah, I didn't realize how tired my body was. Cause you trust and believe your body's gonna let you know. Your body is going to let you know it is going to shut it down. So I hope that that helps. If there's any other ways that you find that helps you to decrease burnout and overwhelm, please share. Um, Also share this with your friends, share this with your girlfriends, this podcast, this episode. Um, And before we end, I just want to go obviously to the mindset declarations. Write these down, repeat them after me, say it with your chest, because there is power in the words that we speak. The next um, episode I'm talking about is going to be talking about that, the power of the tongue, the power of the mind. If you can control your mind, you can change your life. And that is so real. So that's why I am big on declarations and speaking life and you know, the power of the tongue, stop saying negative things about yourself. Start thinking about yourself as you want to be. Uh, Speak what you seek until you see what you said. Write that down. Speak what you seek until you see what you said. But yeah, so the first one, I am doing the best that I can. I am listening to what my body needs in this moment. My mental and physical health is my priority. So yes, I am doing the best that I can. I'm listening to what my body needs in this moment. My mental and physical health is my priority. And that's what it should be because if you're no good, nobody else is good. If you're sick, you can't help nobody else. So stop stop looking at putting yourself first as a negative thing. Stop looking at putting yourself first as um, that means you're forgetting about your kids. You're forgetting about your husband. You're forgetting about your mom and your dad. That's not what that is. And I feel like if somebody is feeding that to you because you are putting yourself first and you are really real, like really understanding what that means and someone is saying that that's selfish or whatever, watch out for them. Because anytime you put yourself first, that becomes you become a better version of yourself and you're able to do more and be more. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So if you do not put yourself first, you are pouring from an empty cup. Putting yourself first helps you to refuel, re-energize, refocus, rebuild all of these things so that you can be and give and have and all of that. So stop thinking that that's a negative thing. Stop feeling guilty about it. Try it. All right, I'm not yelling at you. I promise I'm not. (laughs) But I love you. I want you to live the life of your dreams. We are all on this mission. We are at different levels, but we are all on this mission. And I have tapped all the way into it. No, everything is not peachy cream all the time. 
but with the strategies and the tools that I have learned, that I have created, I am teaching women how to do this. I am teaching women that despite everything that you're going through, you can also be happy. You can also live a life that you truly desire. Tough times don't last forever, but resilient people do. So that's it. That's it. That's all. I love you. I want you to be well, be blessed, and remember that your past does not dictate your future. Till next time. Hey sis, thank you for tuning into another episode of the Sis Stop Sulking podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a five-star review and share this with your girlfriends. You can also find me on Instagram at Tasha Talks Life. You can DM me, tag me, let me know that I'm on the right track. I want you to be well, be blessed, and remember your past does not dictate your future. Till next time.